Christian. Welcome, friends, to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Jack was trapped in a small bedroom, an Airbnb over the weekend with his wife for two and a half hours while normally it's the other way around. You try to work out a solution and your wife was happily asleep. Yes. No, she was... Uh, when Bianca gets tired, there's just no bringing her back from it. So <laughs> through droopy eyes, she was trying to help, but I really problem-solved the whole thing. And thankfully, a local came out, bought some tools. This is amazing. In the window. early hours, yeah, and you're, you're stuck in about two and a half hours in a small church bedroom. Yeah. I'm actually lucky that... We're lucky that when I closed the door that I checked that it was locked because could have got up in the middle of the night to pee and then at, you know, 3, 4 a.m. Yeah. realised that we were locked in there. Yeah. And so this morning we know your stories about being stuck and trapped on 94141043. Melissa, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Welcome to the show. Okay, so stuck or trapped, what happened to you? Well, me and my friend got trapped in a building. We went for drinks after work. I used to work in the city. Left our bags in the office, uh, went for drinks, finished the night, thought, oh, we'll go back and get our bags. Entered the building with our little swipe cards, went up, got the bags, come back down. Oh, my gosh, how do we get out? I didn't know you had to press that emergency button to open the doors. So we were trapped. Um, so we had to sleep in the elevator for the night. And then now, the next now, morning... Why did you choose the elevator, <laughs> yeah, not like, like under a desk or something, make a little home there? Well, we didn't even think to go back upstairs to the office. So we're like, oh, we'll just stay here in the elevator. (laughs) We thought, oh, just sleep in the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't even, even if I was brainstorming 10 places around the office, (laughs) that metallic cold (laughs) elevator. Did you take an elevator each or did you share one? And is it riding up and down, sort of like rocking you to sleep, like a cradle or a cot? Well, the next morning, one of the office workers came in, he swiped himself in, and he would have got the fright of his life yeah. because the yeah. elevator would have Big opened night. and there was two bodies there. Big night, Melissa, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping in the elevator again, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, thank you very much for your story, mate. Have a good week. Thank you. You too. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye. Julie, good morning. Hello. Hello, Julie. Welcome to the show. So where were you good. trapped? I was actually used to be a, a funeral transfer officer and I went to the Austin Hospital to pick um, a body up and got in the lift and the doors closed and the lift didn't move. Oh. With, a de- with a deceased person? Yes, yes. No, 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 no. That was work today. Don't even ask. Poor me drink. <laughs> This is my idea of a nightmare. Literally, it's like some of a horror movie. Yes. And, then, and then the light starts blinking and yeah. goes out. Oh. Someone's voice comes over that little telephone. Yeah. <laughs> you have one. And then the body bag starts zipping open from the inside. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, it wasn't as bad as all that, but um, I panicked a little bit and you looked at the phone. I you looked reckon? at the phone that, uh, yeah, just a little bit. Um, looked at the phone that looked a bit dodgy, and as you see in all the movies, they never work. But luckily, this time it did. So I was able to get hold of somebody. But the worst thing that after about an hour, I know um, an hour. Yeah, it would have been about an hour, and it was yeah. And they eventually opened up the doors, and I got outside. Worst thing was then the car wouldn't start, and I ended up having to be towed. Oh, no no. Way. this is all still with the body. Oh. Yeah. Well, where's she going to leave the body? At the side of the road. I'll come no, up for no, you no, in a couple no, of hours' time. You ain't going anywhere. I with the vehicle. <laughs> well, then does the body have to sit in the cab of the tow truck? Like you? <laughs> in a zipped up body bag. It's sort of rolling on the driver as they go around corners. <laughs> oh, well, unfortunately, yes, it's all true.
Julie, what an incredible story. Incredible story. We'll send you a prize. Thank you very much for sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, Judy. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Tracy. Hi, Christian. How are you? I'm good, Tracy, and hope you had a lovely weekend. Now, Tracy, where did you get trapped? So I went to go to the toilet, and as I've gone in, I've noticed something caught my eye. Um, by the time I got to the toilet, I turned around, and there was a big tiger snake. <gasps> in in, in the bathroom? In, in my own suite, which is only little. Um, so I straight away jumped on top of the toilet, started screaming out to my husband, my boys, and they couldn't hear me because they had the TV on. They're all talking. I have got oh a mud God. brick wall, so... <laughs> So this snake, I'm screaming, it reared up, flared up and started hissing at me. I'm literally trying to climb the wall to get away from it. It was less than a metre away from me and I thought, oh no, I'm going to die. Yeah, you must have thought this is it. This is how it ends. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my whole body was shaking. I yeah, The first encounter I've ever had with a snake. So... Obviously, I'd been gone for a while. My husband come looking for me. I said, don't come in. There's a snake. So then my boys come running. Um, they've opened the door, let the snake out, locked me back in the bathroom, and then attended to the snake. And then once it was gone, I was allowed out. Wow. What a story. That's my biggest I just noticed in, in the studio here, yeah. we all had our breaths yes. baited. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, oh, everyone was like, because we know we're talking to you, but we're still waiting for you in this story yeah. to say you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, I didn't make days. it, and I'm pulling from the afterlife. <laughs> I was shocked and stunned for days. I yeah, I bet. Just, yeah, unbelievable. I, I honestly thought this snake was going to get me. The way I, I didn't know snakes hiss like a cat. Do they really? Um, yeah, it was just so scary. It was, yeah, horrendous. But yeah. I'm alive and didn't get bitten so good. And they were just watching TV in the other room. <laughs> yeah, chatting away. You, you know, would go, this is how it ends, time. of course. Yeah. They're yeah. watching Larry Emder right now. <laughs> Middle of the yeah, bloody yeah. day. Amazing your husband came to look for you on the toilet yeah. because if Bianca, I would give her the privacy like, oh, something must be going yeah, on there. Yeah. He was probably bed. looking well, for something. Where did you yeah. put my... <laughs> yeah. Where are the Doritos? Have you moved them? Tracy, amazing story. Um, very well told as well. Thanks for sharing that today with us. Have a good day. Thank you, you too, guys. See ya. Maggie, Bye. good morning. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were Hello. We were, we were in a traffic jam for 12 hours in the 1980s going off the Sydney Harbour Bridge, and we had three kids about three, five, and seven. It was 12 hours. What a nightmare. Yeah, and after that, every time the car would stop anywhere, the kids would say, oh, is this another traffic jam? Yeah, I bet. So it really impacted on them. 12 hours, and people were sitting on the side of the road. They pulled out their little chairs and having lunch, and so we just made a day of it. And we got into the Guinness <laughs> Book of Records. For I the didn't know they had a category for the longest traffic <laughs> jam. Yeah, but I don't know what caused it. I should look it up, what was the reason, but it was 12 hours. Hang on a minute. You're in there for half the day. You didn't crane your yeah, neck out and go, anyone know what this is? Yeah, it was, it was our trip up to Queensland. It was a big trip for the family, and we got stuck off the Sydney Harbour Bridge. So, so yeah. were you on the bridge? Well, we were just coming off the bridge, and so I don't know what actually caused it, but, you know, it was just part and parcel of our tour. You know, 12 hours in the traffic jam. That is yeah. unbelievable. All right, Maggie, thank you very much. You call, mate. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Hey, uh, good morning, Liz. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? I'm good, Liz. So uh, your story about being trapped. Yes, uh, we got trapped in 
a car over a cliff in the ocean. Well, you mean like dangling over like you see in a, in a movie? No, we were actually in the water. So we were coming back from lawn, my husband at the time and I, and we hit gravel and went across the other side of the road, airborne over the cliff. Uh, we fell over 60 metres and mm. rolled from bonnet to boot and ended up upside down in the water. Bloody hell. <laughs> and we both, we walked away, which was amazing. So we had to undo our seatbelts and try and get our bearings because being upside down with water coming into the car, you sort of panic a little bit. Um, so I kicked my door. It was the only part of the car that wasn't dented. Um, the only way we got out, we climbed the cliff and waited, and there was the uh, the morgue car and two ambulance. They thought we died. They oh, they gosh. said it was their third third vehicle that weekend that had gone over that cliff. So um, yeah, we we had to walk up the the, the uh, cliff face, and yeah. We were fine. I, I had it makes for an awkward conversation <laughs> for they go, it's not the morgue <laughs> car, is it? No, 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 put the bags away. Put the bags away. No, 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 no. Simply a passenger <laughs> transport vehicle. I've never seen that. They didn't normally yeah. come together. You know? Oh, it was bizarre. Um, someone had had called it in, obviously, that had seen us. And, um, yeah, they were all waiting by the time we got back up the cliff. So then we had to go back into Lawn and get a tow truck to come and get the car, which was washing out to the sea. Um, and by the time we got back to the car, somebody had gone and taken everything out of the car. Oh. Radio, speakers, everything. Wait, yeah. so the car is, it didn't sink? Uh, we were about two feet in water, so um, the tide was going out, but it was actually taking the car out with it. If the tide had been in, it might have been a little bit different story. Oh, sure. Yeah. So you, you must have rolled the car a couple of times then, if you're going down 60 metres. Yeah, we rolled uh, from bonnet to boot four times, and the picture of the car afterwards, you can actually see where the boulder pushed the motor to the left-hand side of the car. So, And, and, and uh, your husband at the time, he, he was okay as well? Yeah, he was fine. So he just had bruising from the seatbelt. You were um, so I had lucky. A, oh, yeah. I had a cracked sternum and actually had to sit up for three months to sleep because I couldn't actually lay down and put force onto my chest. And so when did this happen, Liz? A couple of this years is, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably going back 25, 30 years ago. So it's a fair while. And I've never been back along that road ever. Yeah, I bet. Since. And, and do you, do you ever, does it ever come up again in dreams or do you think about it much? Um... I do. I, no, I don't tell the story. I, I sort of for, forgot about it. And then when I heard you on the radio, I'm like, oh, that's a pretty yeah, good story. Yeah, sorry. The last thing you need is your favourite radio <laughs> show. She like, finally worked it out of her system Ow. and then we come along. Finally getting clearer of it all. And I was like, hey, go in right now. Any funny stories about being trapped? <laughs> yeah. It, it, was, it was awful. It was just trying to get some part of the car to actually open so we could get out before we sort of... I can of, only imagine how scared you were. It was more shock, I think. It didn't feel real. Right. It's actually very true what they say, because when we were rolling, I thought, this is how I'm dying. This is literally the, the end. And it's very amazing what goes through your head so quickly. Like what? Oh, I went back to a two-year-old child. I literally went back to a little girl. Because I think, yeah, I don't know. I just went back in my childhood, and there was so many flashes going through my head. It, it was just bizarre. It was like... How am I going to die? This is all the thoughts going to your head. Yeah. Like, how am I going to die? Is something going to hit me on the head? Is, you know, is something going to, I don't know. That's that's just all the things that are going through. But literally, it would have taken us, like, not even that long to get down to the bottom. But just that that thought that goes to your head, you're just like, how do you think of so many things in such a short space of time? 
Yeah, how amazing though, because obviously our understanding of time is one thing, and then sometimes it's like even when you're having a good time or a bad time, it has some other different property, isn't it? It's like you go time travelling, and how amazing those nanoseconds or whatever it was. Yeah. All of that is going through your head. You're in the real-time experience of, and I can guess, how will I actually die? Will it be painful? What's going to happen now? Exactly. And then suddenly you go back to seeing where you're, yeah, you're like time travelling, and and you're two, and you're in that moment. And I, do, I don't know why I went back to the age of two. Like, I could have gone back to 10. I could have gone back to, you know, any age. Last and were you happy? Was it like a, a sunny scene? Was it from, from like, the summer or...? It was summer, yeah. It was um, New Year's Day. Wow. Yeah, we incredible. thought we'd just go for a drive and um, go to the beach and do whatever. And the worst, and another thing, too, was the day before I got very badly sunburned. And with the rolling of the car, um, I got out of the car and all the back of my legs had blistered into tennis ball-sized blisters all down the back. And every time I'd walk, one would pop and it would feel like you'd wet yourself because there was just water going down your leg. I bet so the paramedics must have got very well. confused. Yeah. You know, sure, what do we treat first? Why does yeah. she look like that? <laughs> How hot is so that car? Which, which one are we going, you know, what are we going to do first? So, yeah, so that, uh, we were very lucky to walk away from it. Yeah, well, it's an incredible story. And Liz, thank you very much for giving us a call and going back to it as well. Can't be a, a comfortable memory sometimes, but um, it's just really interesting as well. Incredible story. Very, yeah. yeah, it was very interesting, very interesting. All right, Liz, thank you very much for trusting us with that and have a good day. You too. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, guys. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast.